Welcome to the Scripture Thought blog and podcast where we take a look at life through music, Scripture, and other avenues. Come along with us. Welcome again to the Scripture Thought podcast. This is Adam Lowe. For those of you who are joining in just to the podcast, uh, please know that there is a full text version of this at www.scripturethought.wordpress.com. So you can join us there, read along, leave your comments if you'd like. So today, as I've been thoughtfully planning out this companion piece to the Even If by Mercy Me theology of a song post, I've been riddled with all kinds of emotions. You see, this particular song holds a very special place in my heart and means more to me than I feel words can truly express. But at the same time, my story behind that connection is incredibly important and one that I feel needs to be shared. And so please forgive me if words seem jumbled as you make your way through this, because this particular song and story gets me every single time I hear it. So as you saw on the post, the Theology of a Song post for Mercy Me, Even If, this beautiful song was taken from the story of the fiery furnace in Daniel. Uh, And what an amazing testament of faith that story is. Those men were about to be thrown into the fire and could have saved themselves if they just gave up their faith in God and bowed down to the statues. Uh, But they weren't about to have it. That's not what they were going to do. They said with amazing confidence that they knew their God would be able to save them, but that even if he did not, they were still not willing to give in and forsake their faith. So then let me just take you on a brief journey of the first time that I heard that song and explain the reason why it is so important to me. So I was on my way back to work on this particular day, and normally that wouldn't be anything special or different or notable, but this was during the season of life that involved a part-time living situation at the hospital with Zeke, and so that added a level of emotional distress and desert-wandering anxiety to my mental state. And so that made everything in my head and heart that much more heightened. It had been a very difficult night at the hospital for Zeke. Um, He'd received bad news that he was high risk for relapse. And so that made his treatment have to be switched around and intensified, which meant longer stays at the hospital and more extreme treatment, which just made everything all around more difficult, uncomfortable, and even more painful in a lot of situations. So this particular day was after multiple nights uh, spent in the hospital, lying awake as Zeke slept. During that whole first year, whenever Zeke had to stay at the hospital overnight, uh, which was more often than not, unfortunately, I would um, mostly just lie awake writing in my journal, which eventually led to the book that I published, Ezekiel's Path. But after multiple sleepless nights of nurses coming in and out every hour to check for vitals and the sound of the irritating medical equipment beeping and whirring. Stacia arrived at the hospital in the morning so I could go to work, which was our our arrangement. And so that is when I heard that song for the first time. And I remember feeling like walking dead at the time. I was just super exhausted, horribly, emotionally bankrupt at the time, and just feeling about as hopeless as can be. Uh, When those opening lyrics of that song hit my ears. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some, and right now I'm losing bad. It felt like those lyrics were just for me in that moment. I'd never felt so low and so broken. It was a very deep and dark pit, and I didn't know how or when I'd ever be able to climb out again. And then as the song kept going, the tears just began to flow down my face. 
Um, as the second verse kicked in, I was an emotional goner. There was no way I could have stopped the tears at that point. They say it only takes a little faith to move a mountain. Well, good thing, because a little faith is all I have right now. So during those times, while I never lost my faith, um, I would be lying if I said I wasn't filled with questions. I wanted to know why. Why would this happen? What good could possibly come from my sweet little boy being tortured with such an ugly disease? Why would God allow such an awful and hateful, disgusting thing to happen to such an undeserving little boy? But then, as fate would have it, the song just kept going, and more and more truth bombs kept coming out. You've been faithful, you've been good all my days. Jesus, I will cling to you, come what may. I was looking at those things all wrong, the whole situation. Was it wrong that I was upset that my child was going through that horrific experience? No, not at all. I think any good parent in this world would be upset about that and would be willing to fight any battle to take that away from their child. But I was looking at the entire situation in such a way that didn't take into account anything but the pain. Selfishly, as any parent would, I think, I just wanted to take it all away and make it all okay again for my child. There was nothing wrong with that. I still think there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with my frequent prayers that God would simply heal Zeke and make everything okay. But there was more that needed to happen, more in my heart, a realization that I needed to reach. So the song goes on to say, I know the sorrow and I know the hurt would all go away if you just say the word. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. Guys, that is what I needed to hear in those moments. I was under the impression that I was praying the right prayers and seeking the right things. And again, it was not wrong that I wanted Zeke to be freed of the pain and the hurt. But I was not aligning my heart and my desires for Zeke with God's will. I was simply asking for what I wanted. After hearing that song and crying my eyes out, like, let's be real, absolutely ugly crying the entire drive to work, I realized something. I needed to be okay letting go of the control that I thought I had and that I truly wanted of the situation and let it be something that God handled no matter what it meant. I needed to accept and be okay with the fact that God is God and I am not. And because of that, I needed to seek God and ask for His will to be done. That song changed my heart. In the short drive to work that day, listening to that song for the first time, I realized that I'd been selfish, and that I needed to let go and allow God to be in control of my life and my son's life. And when I had that change, the craziest thing happened, you guys. You see, once my prayers changed and I began regularly praying for God's will to be done, no matter what that meant, Zeke started responding to treatment better. He started getting his energy back. He was more himself again. And it was entirely, I truly believe, because I was finally able to understand those feelings of pain and hurt that I was experiencing. I was able to let them go, give them to God, and allow him to take the reins and do what he'd planned from the beginning, to show me the true meaning of why we named him Ezekiel, which means God will strengthen. Because God did strengthen that day. He strengthened me. He strengthened the ability in me to see beyond my own desires and see that there was a plan in place for my sweet boy and my whole family. And that even though I couldn't see it, it was there and was going to be amazing. 
the lives we've intersected with because of Zeke's journey are ones that I've been significantly blessed by and have received a great deal of peace and joy because of. And we would have never had a lot of the amazing opportunities we have had if not for that season of life. So all that to say, that song and those lyrics hit me that day in the most important and poignant way that they ever could have. And God orchestrated it perfectly to be exactly then and there that I heard it for the first time. And I am so thankful for that. Each and every time I hear that song now, I am transported back to that drive in the car when God used music once again to change my life. And I'm here to tell you, all of you, whoever's listening, whatever journey you're on, no matter how dark and painful it might seem, you are not alone. Thanks for listening, you guys. If you want to read more about the book that I wrote about Zeke's journey, feel free to check it out on my page, uh, the books page, and you can check it out on Amazon. Thanks again for tuning in, you guys. This has been Scripture Thought with Adam Lowe. Thank you for tuning in to the Scripture Thought podcast with Adam Lowe. Join us next time as we continue discussing how to apply Scripture and music to our lives.